What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. We're less than 30 subscribers away from 200, so help us get there by the end of the month. We challenge you guys. I bet you guys can't get us to 200 by the end of the month. <laughs> I bet you can. <laughs> so let's you know prove Joven right here. But no, follow our Instagram, our Twitter, our TikTok, you know, YouTube shorts on the daily. So you guys definitely should subscribe. Get us to that 200. And um, audio, shout out. Brussels. <laughs> Inside joke, if you know, you know. Um, you know, if you guys prefer to listen to it instead of watching it on YouTube. But we still prefer you guys to click the YouTube video, like it, subscribe, and then go listen to the audio platform. Download it on whatever platform you guys choose. And then give it a five-star rating, especially if you guys enjoy it. And before we continue on with the, you know, pretty packed podcast today, we've got news almost everywhere. Uh, we dropped our first guest analyst video. Um, obviously, we had guests before, but we never really had an analyst. Uh, his name is Alex Adams. He's a sick guy, man. You guys better check him out behind the play podcast. Be, um, and uh, we can ball podcast on Rappers Republic. You'll check him out on there as well. We talked about the FIBA World Cup, specifically Canada basketball, being the best country in, in North, North America. America. And uh, yeah, the guy's a beauty. Make sure you guys check him out. Um, so far, the support has been great. And uh, we left, definitely look forward to bringing him back on, not just to talk about his journey, but uh, like how we do our Derek and Jeevan and Bennett Paul slash Ben podcasts. And uh, we also might bring him on during the NBA season, upcoming FIBA, right? So he shares his thoughts, what he thinks about Canada basketball. And those of you guys are wondering, yes, we are now a basketball country. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely check that out. You, We learned a lot. I know you learned a lot because you didn't know too much. Oh, yeah, I did not know too much, you know, like shout out the Scrub Brothers. I did not know. Vancouver were, zone. I did not know there were brothers. I thought there was only one person who no, was. Tommy Scrub and uh, Phil Scrub, yeah. you know. And then, yeah, make sure you guys check that out. FIBA, we're not going to be talking FIBA much today. There's one big news coming out of FIBA, but not Canada related. So we're not going to uh, talk Canada basketball here. So make sure you guys check out th- those and our previous podcast episodes about that. Uh, without further ado, let's get right into it. Overreaction, I guess, Thursday, Thursday Wednesday yeah. when we're recording this. But yeah, uh, last time we were in the middle of the afternoon games. Yeah. So do you want to get into the big news and go Monday Night Football and talk what happened there? Or do you want to just quickly recap Sunday Well, Night recap football? Sunday games. We'll start off with the earlier one in probably potential game of the year in Miami After Dolphins. After week one, overreaction. <laughs> Miami Dolphins versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, um, obviously Miami was one of the favorites. You know, we touted this game. Same thing with the Chargers in terms of at least going into the playoffs. We touted this game to be a wild card, key wild card game. Um, those of you guys don't know, based on our predictions, we both had Buffalo winning the division, but we thought the Jets, foreshadowing in a bit what happened there. Uh, Miami Chargers are like the ones battling for that, um, for the spots, and. Yeah, it was. We didn't really get to watch too much because that's when we recorded the Alex podcast. We saw the ending. We saw the ending. Um, Tyreek Hill, I guess, fantasy legend. I'm so happy I did not play him Tyreek Hill in fantasy this week. (laughs) I would have definitely lost. (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, it was um, Tua. I guess Jujitsu Tua is in. Yo, Tua, Tua with this, this team is good. Like really good with Tua, and they showed last year, and then now they showed this year, but. Yeah, I mean, Chargers, no problem offensively. Dolphins, no problem offensively. But the defense. When it mattered most, Dolphins got the stop. When it matters most, yeah. 
two sacks or three sacks on that drive, final drive, uh, on Herbert. Herbert absolutely got like murdered. Like I swear, like he got crunched all three it, times. It's funny because like Herbert uh, was two hundred twenty-eight yards, which is not. I mean, it's a lot, but not for like Herbert's usually three hundred guy. I mean, the type one of game, touchdown, yeah. only three sack. It was an Eckler. And uh, 23 out of 33 completions. It was an Eckler game. Yeah, 16. He got 16 rushes for 117 yards. and But he's on the in, uh, right now on injury watch. So Yeah. Um, but so yeah, uh, that was a, it was a sick game. Sick game, but like, yeah, Miami looks good. Issue with the Chargers is, what the hell are you doing, Brandon Staley? <laughs> you are a defensive-minded coach. <laughs> and you're I think you're playing man-to-man defense on Tyreek Hill. Yeah. No, like how, how does that make sense? Exactly. Does that make sense? No. 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 Because he is so fast. Not even just that. The whole team is, right? Jalen Waddle. Yeah, that's true, too. Jalen Waddle is really fast. He Mostert's fast. You can give him a screen pass and he'll run a lot. Yeah, right? no, but like Staley, like this is your third year. You're a defensive head coach and all the issues have been defensively. So that just says a lot about you. All right. Moving on. That was very quick because this is what happened on Sunday, right? We're literally, when we're releasing this, we're going to be previewing Thursday night football. It's legit Thursday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I we, mean, we don't really ever talk about the rest of the games. We'll we'll do our like we'll our the disappointments. Big, the big stuff. ones, right? The big ones, and another. So let's get to the big one. Uh, Dallas Giants, and obviously, I don't think we have a fan base yet. But the small select that I do from our family and our friends, especially, I'm you, not sure if we have any. You non- you you were wrong. Uh, so you, far, you were yeah. Overreaction. Very very wrong. Overreaction Monday. <laughs> very wrong. Daniel Jones has robbed. The New York Giants of forty million a year. Yeah, I mean he went. Danny Dimes is in Danny Dimes. He he robbed him since he signed the contract. Yeah, but to be fair to him, he's getting cooked, right? The O line didn't help, right? Uh, but no, Dallas defense is scary. Single, almost a single reason why I almost lost my fantasy this week, because they put up thirty five points in my league. Micah Parsons, Marcus Lawrence. Leighton Van Der Esch, Stephon Gilmore, <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. It's a scary Cooper. bunch. It's a very <laughs> scary bunch. <laughs> yeah, no, um, obviously not not a secret. I said the Giants will finish ahead of the Cowboys. I picked the Giants to win this game in our family pick them. For that reason, because the Giants are home, clearly I was at your soccer game and I'm looking at this. I'm like, all right, well, your game was meh. This game is meh. I'm stuck in the middle. <laughs> I don't know what to do. But no. Well, I, I still stand by my prediction, right? Like, they don't have to win both the games to come the ahead kind, of them the, somehow. Yeah, but it would help yeah, if they had split. Tiebreakers are a thing. Tiebreakers are a thing. But yeah, um, so far, I look stupid. MetLife. But you this, also put them in the playoffs, so you kind of look this, stupid based th- on this. This was MetLife. Yeah. Yeah. I also put Seahawks in the playoffs, and they lost. Yeah, disappointment. Big disappointment there. So far, I'm getting proven right, kind of. Even though I didn't officially put the Rams in the playoffs. Yeah, I know. I think I, I should have put the Lions over Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I might have regretted my decision. Yeah. Um, we'll get into some disappointments but in a yeah, second. Uh, but, no, yeah, like, no. That, I mean, what's there to talk about? The Dallas defense carried. The offense didn't do much. Dak was like, man. Like, again. Dak didn't need to do anything. That's the thing. Like, I can't blame Dak. But yeah. then, at the same time, like, he didn't do shit. But, yeah, no, we don't need to go too much in this game. Whatever. New York, hopefully you guys step it up next week. They play Arizona. So, they play yeah. Arizona. When Arizona almost got a scare, uh, well, scared um, Washington. Washington away. But speaking of a guy that didn't have to do much in Dak Prescott, because he is obviously America's team's quarterback that gets a lot of... He is the American quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> he um, he obviously gets a lot of scrutiny on him, rightly, rightfully so at times. 
This quarterback, not so much. Josh Allen. And uh, nah, I, don't, he has I don't think... Okay, let's go. I'm going to pause it there. I think the more important story is Aaron Rodgers, so let's start off with that first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Monday Night Football, supposed to be like... This should have been probably the game of the week, right? Like obviously... It was still kind of a fun watch. It was a fun watch, but... It was but in a, in not in a high-quality yeah, game. Exactly, right? Like, we thought this was going to be a high-quality game matching the Giants. Like, high-scoring as well. Matching no, the Dolphins-Chargers um, game. Yeah, something like that. Right? And um, I'm literally on the SkyTrain because I'm coming from work. I turned on my uh, zone on my phone. No sponsor. Um, not sponsored, but that's where I watch it. And... Uh, I'm like, okay, what's happening? No, I opened up Twitter first. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? They're like, Aaron Rodgers down. I'm like, all right, maybe he's just like, uh, he just got a heavy hit. Maybe he has a concussion thing. Maybe it's a rolled ankle, whatever. Again, no one diagnosed it properly either. Everybody thought it was like, it was all over the place, right? And as I know, he's out for the game. And the next day when you could see the pop, uh, that's when you guys, then if that was released the day before, people would have noticed otherwise. But his, what, four drives? Sorry, first drive, four, four plays. About 75 seconds on the field. Yeah. Of his of his drive. Four I, minutes into the game. Yeah. And uh, what, in hindsight, turned out to be a torn Achilles. Completely yeah. torn Achilles. So, and the play was Leonard Floyd getting into the backfield, sacking Aaron Rodgers. Um, obviously, O-line, people blame the O-line as well, but... Aaron Rodgers made a mistake here too because I think he held on to the ball a little bit longer than he should have. Yeah, but like usually stuff like that doesn't tear your Achilles like on a tackle. Yeah, like that type of tackle. Like you like saw, that, you could tell that something moving for a while. He had a calf injury, I'm pretty sure, during training camp. I think he had calf injury. Right, well, there you go, right? So yeah, so that's why like, I'm not gonna blame him for the torn that for the torn. Yeah, Achilles. yeah, obviously, but I'm just saying because if not that play, maybe the next play. We, we don't know. No, right? we don't know, right? And it kind of did look like his like ankle got like twisted up when I looked at yeah. the play again. And uh, yeah, and it was very unfortunate for him. As very uh, as a 39 year old, not even just a 39 year old, like and literally a, Jets fans. Like you know, I don't really believe in curses, like. But <laughs> in they this might case, be. I might have. To. Yeah, no. But I'm just thinking of the, like the player, like his the story. player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like his story. He's like a Hall of Famer. He's he wants one more ride, right? And he's at 39 and got a big injury. Yeah. Um. And obviously, he's saying that like you know he's gonna come back and all that. Yeah, no, I strong I, and stuff. Who knows, right? Because we've seen Kobe, right? Achilles not is the legit, same. Yeah. Rudy Gay, not really the same. The two people I've but seen that kind of come back from it, Kevin Durant, who's still kind of been injured after since, after that too, and Brianna Stewart, and she's killing it in the Yeah, w but that's right basketball. Now. This is football. No, no, I'm just saying in general, <laughs> because like it's still Twitch. The reason why I have a little hope, I don't think he's retired after this, right? I think he's going to give I it. I don't think so either. I don't know if he'll be the same guy. I'm not, we don't know. Time will tell. God knows that. Um, I think he'll come back. Now, here's the good thing is it's not a running back, wide receiver type position. Because we've seen standstill quarterbacks, right? Philip Rivers, yeah. literally, right? And uh, Ben Roethlisberger, for example. Now, yeah, you need power. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not, we're not football experts, right? Like, we would love to, if anyone knows a football analyst, I would love to come on our pod to talk about this. Let us know in the comments below because we definitely want to talk a little bit. Like, yes, you need leg power for sure, right? Plant, like, we've seen Dan Orlovsky always break it down, right? Uh, over at ESPN. But... It is, like, you could be a standstill quarterback, and he's that accurate. It's not like he's inaccurate, like, freaking his his uh, counterpart, right? In back, well, backup teammate there. Or any other quarterback, really, like Cam Newton, for example. Like, his accuracy is one of the elite. He's one of the greatest talents ever. 
And yeah, look, I, I hope he recovers quick. Obviously, it sucks because he was looking forward to this moment. Um, Jets fans, the NFL parody now because all of a sudden, well, let's be real. Like, well, I picked the Jets to finish second in the division. Now, like, obviously, after in hindsight, not the right choice. It should be Miami. And it's not because of how Miami performed. It's literally because of the injury. Yeah, obviously. So, yeah. Um, yeah it yeah. sucks. sucks as an NFL fan. sucks yeah, for Aaron yeah. Rodgers. And even, like, those fans that don't like Aaron Rodgers, they feel bad. Like, some people saying that. Like, if you're not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, you, you want to boo him to do bad as a performer, but not get injured and be bad, right? Did you see the clip? It kind of gives you a little memory of Raptors, Kevin Durant. There were, a, I think, a bar in Green Bay was going to get free beer if they lose. The Jets? Yeah. And the minute he got hurt, they thought he, he was going to lose. And but they ended yeah, up winning. Yeah, they in hindsight, they ended up winning, which yeah, we'll yeah. get into Josh Allen, as I alluded to in a second here. But yeah, um, karma's a bitch for them, for sure. But... Yeah, I know. It is um, very, very unfortunate. I was looking excited to see this. That division, insane. Like, I would not have been surprised if any of those three teams won the division. And, yeah, get well soon, Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, it's an Achilles. It takes usually a year. Now, football players can be a little different Be a little different because I think Dengbo had it. Dio Dengbo, he came back in less than a year. No, he missed eight weeks of the season, too. But, yeah, either way, it's like the worst injury in sports. Like, yeah. your Achilles. Right? All right, so, like, yeah, I mean, just... It sucks. That's what it is. Okay. It's terrible. All right. But like, now we're going to go to the game a little bit. Okay, right? so Sam... No, Sam Darnold. What are Zach Wilson... Zach Wilson comes in the game. Comes into the game. And then... Uh, it was yeah, t- it was clear that, like, you know, the plays weren't for him. It yeah. It was clear that, 100%. like... It, it was clear it was an Aaron Rodgers run offense. And uh, they started handing the ball off to Brees Hall and uh, Dalvin Cook a little bit more, which was the smart decision to do. But the- when Zach Wilson... Runs backwards like 50 yards. 50 yards from field goal range. You know, you kind of get worried. <laughs> Listen to Manning cast. Yeah. like, what is he doing? You're in field goal range. He's like yeah. literally a half at that point. But no, like when it came down to some moments, Zach Wilson made some plays. I'll give him that credit, right? Garrett yes, Wilson. Garrett Wilson had an insane catch. Don't get me wrong. But Zach Wilson made some completions where he did well. And obviously... There's a lot of a lot of the times we're like, okay, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah, I mean, like, listen, like I, I'm sure, you know, you've played soccer. You may have, like, currently you're on the bench, but, you know, you might be thrown off, like, oh, shit, I'm going in right now. Like, you didn't anticipate coming in, right? Like, it's the same thing here in any sport. Like, you don't don't anticipate, like, a backup goalie, for example, in hockey or even in soccer. Like, you don't anticipate going in because, you know, usually, especially with Aaron Rodgers, he's usually healthy, usually. And, uh, yeah, like, he came in, he held it on because it doesn't help when you're uh, your opponent's quarterback kind of gave you the game as well, which we'll get into in like a minute. But yeah, um, before we move on to the Buffalo Bills, Zach Wilson is the guy, confirmed by Robert Sala. Makes sense. I'm not surprised. Canadian fans are like too, uh, trending Nathan Rourke. And newsflash, if he didn't make the Jacksonville squad, he ain't starting for the Jets. <laughs> All right? As much as we want this to happen, he could come in as a backup, ever. sure, but... The greatest moment ever. There's no chance. Like, he, he could get traded there as a backup. That's all I could see. But he oh, ain't getting okay. a number one opportunity. And then American fans are tweeting and trending Tom Brady. Now... That's not happening If either. Tom Brady does happen, which is not going to happen... He's not going to be to the Jets. No, no, no. I'm just saying, if, if, which is not going to happen. Because, A, literally, the night before, he was at Foxborough getting... Uh, um, it was Tom Brady day. Yeah, kind of. And then uh, this is this also is a bad look on Aaron Rodgers. I imagine Tom Brady comes in, wins the Super Bowl. 
you're trying to catch Brady in legacy, even though you're that's not, not never okay, going to yeah. catch it. But okay. I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, if that were the case. Yeah, that's but not it, happening. But the Jets have come out, I believe, I think according on Bleacher Report, that at least I saw it on there, that they're not pursuing him. Other Okay, so other quarterbacks. I'm going to drop some list for you. you. Got Colin Cam- Kaepernick is hell no at this point. It's Colin like, Kaepernick, you got Cam Newton, you got Matt Ryan. Those are three off the top of my head. Nick Foles. Joe Flacco could yeah, come so back. Yeah, so Carson... Okay, so I have it here. Sports Center posted this. Carson Wentz, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan, Nick Foles, Ben DiNucci. Ben from the XFL. Colin Kaepernick, Joe Flacco. He knows this kind He knows of, the, I mean, Hackett's new, but... I guess that's he knows the Jets. Uh, Bryce Perkins from the Rams. At least on this picture. Trevor Simeon. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy couldn't... There's, okay, but he also got to remember this, and this is where I uh, saw it on Get Up, ESPN Get Up this morning as well. Listen, out of all this one, I think the one that makes the most sense to be a backup could be Matt Ryan. But again, we saw Matt Ryan last year, but in the old line is probably similar. Um, and then the other one I would say, if you want mobility, would be Cam Newton. But yeah, are you going to throw? I think you're going vet with accuracy. That's why you're going here. Because Zach Wilson could run around himself. Yeah. I don't think you want to have a similar play style to Zach Wilson as so, your backup. So you need a vet guy. Matt Ryan makes perfect sense to me if he's down. Um, and the other name thrown out there was Philip Rivers again. I doubt that happens. Yeah, I don't and think their Phillip Jets Rivers. fans are petitioning for freaking Andrew Luck. <laughs> Bro, if Andrew Luck can come he back to the He hasn't played in three years. Yeah, People got to realize yeah, that, if, if you do think about it, I think Andrew Luck is the best option. But then uh, People also got to realize he hasn't played for three years. No, it's not even that. that right? If he didn't come back to the Colts, he ain't going to the Jets. And the Colts have his rights. Huh? And the Colts have his oh, rights. Oh, yo, yo. Like, trade him for Zach Will- uh, Garrett Wilson. I'm down. <laughs> I'm not gonna get Garrett Wilson okay. for Andrew Luck. No, but like people gotta realize that like, Colin Kaepernick might be in shape. That's a different story. Garrett, let him dream, right? Let the Jets fan dream. No, you know? but like, they're, 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 well, they gotta get spoiled here because uh, they're already living a nightmare. Flash. You might as well keep the nightmare going. No, no, they need they, Andrew Luck. They need some happiness, bro. No, happy thoughts. What happy thoughts of what? Like <laughs> just fantasy world. Then you get know? shattered? Huh? Then they get shattered? It's not even get shattered. They're just like thinking, you know, like what if we had Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck. No, here's the thing. Andrew Luck. Is not probably not even working out. I've seen his pictures come, like at Stanford Day when he goes to Stanford, right? He ain't in shape compared to like how he was in the NFL. He hasn't probably thrown up uh, proper NFL rep practice. Probably, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he hasn't in like four years or whatever oh, it is. Who knows, yo? He's preparing to come back. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I would love to see Andrew Luck on the field with the Colts, especially. But even if it's just in general. But it's never happening. But I'll let the Jets fans, you know, live their fantasy. But it, it's not happening. It's but it's more far fetched than Tom Brady, and uh, okay. So yeah. before we get to Buffalo, there's also trade target. That's this is what I was gonna get into. Yeah. Um, a name like Matthew Stafford. No. No, no. I'm just saying a name like Matthew Stafford popped up. That I was before. Huh? That was before Aaron Rodgers. If they didn't get Aaron Rodgers, they were trying to no, go No, but like Stafford. if the Rams want to get off a contract and the Jets are desperate because yeah, they're, they're in a win-now situation. I don't think after Rams week one, I don't think I don't think Stafford Well, I know. Traded. I don't think he'll get traded now, but there's still time to mm, the trade deadline. It's not happening. But I'm just saying that that's a guy that if I'm the Jets, yes, I'll try oh, to yeah, get like, after. Yeah, I'll try to get after. Because, yeah. um, A, the, who knows? We'll see what the Rams do the next two, three weeks. Maybe they just got a fluky win over the Seattle Seahawks, and that says maybe a lot more about the Seahawks and the Rams. But... Matthew Stafford there, I wouldn't mind it because like the O line might be slightly better than the Rams, yeah. and two, he's accurate and he could throw a deep shot. Oh, Matthew Stafford's one at all. Right. Yeah, exactly, and he has winning pedigree. I wouldn't and mind Matthew Stafford going there. Any other quarterback on the top of my head? No one really. That's Gardner Minshew. 
Huh? Garner Minshew. Yeah, no, no, it's not like anyone's gonna help. Yeah, yeah, like no, Stafford, everyone's a downgrade from Aaron Rodgers. Stafford's we know that. Stafford's the only chance. But the have. one that will get you a winning chance for a Super Bowl is Matthew Stafford. That's why, yeah, I said the Stafford is the only chance. And then if you want like someone in to com- compete, I don't, mi- I don't mind seeing like a Gardner Minshew trade happening. As much as you know, Colts fans might love him, and yeah, that's not happening. He has either. a bromance with the uh, uh, that bromance yeah, is too strong with Anthony Richardson. But realistically, you know, that's the only realistic name I could see getting traded. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it really. But let's uh, let's move on to the Buffalo Bills. And uh, let's stop uh, terrorizing so, Jets fans. Okay. And, uh, yeah, get I'll well go. soon, Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, we get to see you, and this is not the end of your career. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll start. No, before you start, I'm gonna have a question for you quickly. Why is it that we talk about Dak? Like I alluded to it, like Dak Prescott too much, and like obviously I picked Aaron, um, sorry, Josh Allen as my MVP because I'm hoping what we're getting into gets cut down. But we don't like you don't see mainstream media talk about Josh Allen a lot. Because he's doing the same Dallas. similar thing. It's Dallas. But That's no, number one reason. Number two reason, Josh Allen did get bashed last year. He did get bashed more than, um, not like, you know, not as right, much rightfully as so. Dak. Obviously, no one's getting bashed as Dak. Dak is always number one target. That's obvious. You are, we all know the reason why. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen, what the hell? <laughs> he was, uh, I guess I'll say was. It's, it's is Lamar Jackson back to being your favorite player? Oh, <laughs> no, no. It's nothing, it's nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no. I'm going to start off with this. Go. Like I remember Manning cast. Peyton Manning said, Josh Allen told me that, you know, he's going to be a little bit more patient this year. You know, he's like, he's going to try to force things less, you know, like how he did last year where he forced it a lot, a little bit. And uh, he tried to work on that. And, you know, it was going decently well until he had one throw in the first half forced it to Jordan Whitehead, right? And then another throw forced it to Jordan Whitehead. And then in the fourth quarter, so that was the first half, the second interception was in the second half. And then the fourth quarter, uh, it was Fumble. another, no, no, it was another interception to Jordan Whitehead. He <laughs> News made Jordan flash, Whitehead money. Newsflash, Josh Allen, Jordan Whitehead is a jet. <laughs> and you On are the defensive a, side. You are a Buffalo Bill, all right? <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> right and then the fumble didn't help either he has been that, he he is like superman he is like yeah, that's why he's playing he, like he's pretending to be a superhero he it's not like it's a it's a better Carson Wentz at this rate in my opinion listen because he can make plays he made that play touchdown pass great play with his legs to Stefan Diggs he made some good plays where he avoided pressure rolled out found a man or took the run right he is still a good player but there is one theme around Josh Allen since he's been drafted which is turnovers that is clear cut and I don't know how you're gonna fix it but ever since Dayball left he hasn't been the same because the last time he played with Dayball was the Chiefs game where we're like the Bills defense needs to game of the year. Whereas Bills defense needs to apologize to Josh Allen yeah. for not getting him through 13 seconds. But now Josh Allen needs to apologize to the defense for last year and uh, the first game this year. Listen, the Jets defense has proved that they're all worldly, right? Like top five. Yeah, they're solid. Interceptions fine. You should have not thrown those. That fumble was so bad. Like you fumble, like the snap comes, you fumble it, whatever. And like to your point about the superhero mode, Superman mode, you know, we saw, I don't know who it was, Anthony Richardson or whoever it was, 
on, on a different game too. Same thing happened. They just laid on it. I think it was um Jared Goff in the Lions game. Yeah, it may have been that one, and he just laid on top of it. He got up, but then the same thing happened because when you're getting up, you're gonna expose the ball a little bit, and it got punched out and got taken away. Yeah, the third right? the third interception was a bad throw by him. Yeah, the other two ones, the ones quickly gonna finish off. The other two, the first two ones, they're kind of like punts, so like they were downfield interceptions, so they're not like the worst. But those that fumble and that third interception were like killers, right? And, and like all turnovers are not equal, right? The downfield ones you could kind of live with because you know they're like punts, right? They're not they're not really gaining any field position. But at the same time, you're up by ten points. Why are you giving them extra possessions? Yeah. Um. Obviously, week one overreaction. Clearly, um, I'm hoping this isn't just the anomaly and he learned from it because same. I really am going too. back to that Colts game. Not making about the Colts, but I'm saying like this happened after we. I found out after we finished recording Sunday, for Monday's pod. The advice that Trevor Lawrence gave to Anthony Richardson because Anthony Richardson was playing like this too. Like, in terms of, like, bulldozing people. Yeah, running. Running-wise. Right. And Josh Allen does the same thing. Like, he's trying to hurdle people, make a spectacular play, which overshadows the interceptions, I guess. That's why it's not talked about as much compared to Dak Prescott because Josh Allen, for example, does look like Superman at times. But the problem is the what Trevor Lawrence said. It all adds up. And the funny thing is Trevor Lawrence was drafted after <laughs> Josh Allen. So Josh Allen should know this, and he's, he's acknowledged it. But yet he did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I think he it's had like a, a different Josh Allen goes on the field. I think he had an elbow. From the, yeah, off the field. I think he had an elbow issue last year. Yeah, probably because of the hits. But I mean, the number one issue is he's so good. He's still gonna be good. It just mistakes, right? And the more you could, the more you make him, the more shit you're gonna look. Because he is, we all agree that he is up there in quarterback rankings, right? But. The more mistakes you make, the more ugly it looks. Listen, and his plan, and for him, he just gotta stop making it ugly. Stop making it minimize those mistakes. It's as simple listen. as that. But it's a hard thing to do just because the mistake is turnovers, and it's kind of kind of comes down to decision making. Justin Herbert's on the rise. Jalen Hurts is on the rise. We already dropped him for Joe Burrow, right? If he's gonna keep doing this, it's it's gonna be bad because um, it's like. In life, you take risks, they pay off, you're going to keep taking those risks. Even though you might be have a close call, but you're going to still take a risk. He's doing the exact same thing, and he won't realize, and hopefully this is the wake-up call of what... Let's just say he does those, and he... Uh, the interception, Jordan Hawaii had drops one of them. Or uh, somehow, miraculously, if there was a wide receiver there, Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, whoever it is, makes a miraculous catch, saves him from that. It, oh my God, what a throw by Josh Allen, right? That's what's going to happen the more he's going to do it. That's what I think he's like in Punjabi Chamalaya. Like, that's what he's like, like that, right? It's like, he's kind of spoiled with that. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to get punished for it. Maybe he could, and let's just say, good thing they also lost. Because, guess yeah. what? Zach Wilson, on the other hand, was losing, you know, throws that Garrett Wilson, saves him in a way. It could be a good placement catch as well. Good catch, good throw, whatever. Now he lost the game to a division rival, to a team that lost its star player, hopefully this is a wake-up call because when life, when we get hit with something, we take it as a wake-up call. This is the same moment for Josh Allen and we'll see what he does when he plays the next, especially the next elite team he plays. This loss might be the biggest moment in the Bills season. Yeah. Biggest moment for Josh Allen. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, he's already leading the league in interceptions and turnovers. And uh, as simple as this, like, he's so good, but he's so dumb at the same time. <laughs> because of this, I'm still sticking with him as my MVP because I'm hoping he learns from it. You're hoping he wakes up? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, another thing, probably one final thing. Yeah. Diggs wasn't happy, right? Diggs, like, the window of opportunity might have slipped. How much is it, like, he's just trying to get the balls to Diggs to, you know, Because of the preseason shit? Yeah, because of preseason stuff. And number two is how much is like, okay, you know, maybe he's like, yeah, the window of opportunity does, did slip. Maybe you got to make, you know, I got to make these plays work in order to, you know, be that team again. Um, Pressure's on for sure. Like, I think he's the most pressure next to Lamar eventually to win a Super Bowl, right? Because Joe Burrow's at least, at least get to the Super Bowl, not even win it, get to the Super Bowl. Because at the end of the day, Burrow hasn't won it, but he got to one and beat him on the process. Like no, you didn't. mentioned last... He didn't beat him in the process. Joe Burrow beat him. No, he didn't. Last year. Oh, last year, but like... He, Joe Burrow well, he didn't, Joe Burrow didn't get to the Super Bowl. I mean, like, yeah. he beat him... Sorry, yeah, yeah. I mixed up words. He did beat him to go far and almost made the Super Bowl last year. And yeah. then the year before, he did make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Again, that one, you don't have to blame Josh Allen too much because you alluded to the defense uh, and the special the teams. Game, yeah. yeah. But no, I'm, I meant to say he did beat him last year for a chance. Yeah, he did beat him last year. Yeah, um, I played him. As you mentioned, I think last week or the week before when we were talking, doing our predictions, Ken Dorsey, right? Like we and you alluded to it earlier that change. How much is it because the Ken Dorsey has different route running for the wide receivers, right? How much is it different schemes? Why are we not using the running back more? Why is he superhero mode? Why didn't you go out and convince Dalvin Cook to come over? Why didn't you go out and make a you know big trade for John, uh, Jonathan Taylor? Or now, Cream Hunt is available if you don't trust James Cook. And get a second option as well. Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins was there. I don't know what happened with that. Vaughn Miller was on Pat McAfee saying, yeah, we're, we might be close. Obviously, it didn't happen. And I don't know how much Pat Ma- uh, Hopkins is kind of... Re- re- uh, re- uh, regretting? Regretting his decision if there were other options. But that's a different story. But yeah, I know, like to your point, I think he's trying to make Diggs happy this game. And guess what? He kind of did. You're happy because he got points out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantasy points out of that clutched to win. Up and clutched but up. I, I feel like it's a little bit of both, right? Like, I feel like Dorsey's involvement plus him trying to make Diggs happy because Diggs kind of, like, you know, reportedly, allegedly threw a fit in a way. Um, but I don't, and OTAs type of thing. I don't think it's like a fit where, like, you know, he wants to leave. I think it's a fit where, like, you know, our opportunity is gone now, right? Like, the AFC is better than ever. Yeah, and, and it's getting have, better you have than like, ever. You know, QBs and you, on the rise. You got Richardson and Stroud from the rookie class. You got Lawrence, who's there now. You got Herbert, who just needs a competent coach and defense. You got Burroughs already there. Mahomes been doing it. Lamar's back. Lamar's back, and if Deshaun he stays healthy, Watson, in and a if way. Deshaun Watson could refine his form, which he still hasn't. Tua. And in his own division, and right? Tua, so, and then Aaron Rodgers. Listen, this is what as pe- well, but. The, like next year. Yeah, but this is what teams are made of, right? And this is a true test. And I'm hoping this is just a wake-up call at the end of the day. Yeah. But before we move on, I want to finish the last thing off. I forgot to mention it during the Aaron Rodgers thing. It's a big, big topic and, you know, you uh, about the turf. Not just at MetLife, but in general. You know, every, like David Bakhtiari, obviously, former teammate of Rodgers, uh, went off. Today, N- NFLPA reportedly wants grass. Ryan Kelly, who's part of the NFLPA representative of the Colts, was asked, he's like, I forgot what he said exactly, but he's like, you know my thoughts. Like, this is where the injuries happen. How much of it was a turf? We play on turf. Now, our turf shouldn't be as 
the turf we play on isn't like the elite turf they play on. So it's crazy that we play on like shittier turf. You know, you pulled your back literally the one practice, and like you went to kick a ball. Yeah. And you know what? You feel the turf, right? And, and hamstring, and hamstring exactly. as well. And the players are also annoyed because FIFA World Cup in 2026 is in North America. They're getting grass fields. Every stadium that they're playing on is getting grass fields. And the players are like, okay, well, we literally play for your team and you don't give a shit about us then. But all you, you care about the money, clearly. Which is true. The owners care about the money. Is it time for the NFL to finally force grass fields? Because these billionaire owners are billionaires, billionaires and yeah. could afford to maintain it. I think Tottenham Hotspur Stadium has grass, right? When NFL goes there. In Munich and everything, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So that, th- those are probably their favorite games, <laughs> I'm guessing. Probably. Minus but the yeah, travel. no. Turf, um, as a kid, I was like, okay, yo, I don't understand this difference, right? Now that I'm playing on it, okay, I was like, yo, I'm sore, right? I'm, I feel some, like, you know, mini lagging nagging pains perfect like. example your home field is grass yeah you played on turf like for example this past weekend like you notice you week in a week out you one week you're on grass the other week you're on turf i do practice on turf too yeah huh do you feel a difference i don't feel as sore okay i must remember that our tournament yeah right and uh, we played six games all on turf yeah and i told you that like i feel like my right hamstring has just been sore yeah right and it's been sore then i had a practice which was on grass and then i heard it a little bit more right where like i couldn't move for like about yeah, a week. you literally went like two days later no it was like four days or two days and four days yeah but yeah no like i don't think if i played six games on grass i don't think i would have felt that soreness because the cushion in a way yeah i don't think i would have felt that soreness three or four days later than it yeah. actually was because like for us here is obviously different like turf for us that's where the lights are it's weather we get it where we live that's the case but the, these guys are different. Like a lot of them, some of them play in domes. Some of them literally play on um, outdoors, and you see how Buffalo weather is in the winter. So, yeah, and like honestly, get get to grass because like turf, you also slip a lot more. You can't say that grass, you're gonna slip more. Bro, remember injuries. the Super Bowl? Yeah, like I was. You, I don't know if that was <laughs> everyone was slipping, either, but yeah, everybody was slipping. Yeah, no, I think it's time to look at it because a lot of a lot more injuries are happening and there's something called turf toe which i don't really have experienced yeah uh, a lot of people have it a lot of yeah. people get it so moving on i guess that's our thoughts of the thing before we get into week or week one um week one week two transition type thing uh last news i guess it, all it took was losing to the lions because chris jones is back but only for one year still. But it's like a more incentive. Yeah. So, based. so if he, you know, if he does well, which he usually does, he so could end up getting more money. Revised one-year deal reportedly up to $25.17 million. So he got it done. Was set, He was set to enter the final season at four years, twenty million or $80 million extension. He was due $19.5 million this year. So he's going to get $1 million for 35% playing time. 1 million for 50% playing time, 1.25 million for 10 sacks, 500k for 15 sacks on top, 1 million for first team all pro nomination and Super Bowl appearance, 2 million for defensive player of the year award and Super Bowl win. So these are these are the incentives added on, I guess, to it. Yeah, so obviously overall that makes him higher paid than he was last year. And uh it's not like the, it's not like the did bad, but at the end of the day you're like, okay, you're pumped up like you know coming off a loss you're feeling down and everything 
and you're like, yo, we got Chris Jones back. Yeah. Yo, we might get Travis Kelsey back. And just like that, you know, the mood switches. Kadarius, Kadarius Tony might actually catch a ball. And uh, yeah. I still think they need to get another receiver because I, I don't trust Tony like that. But no, uh, we did our power rankings. Obviously, we have a slight difference there because uh, I based mine off of... Uh, Jones and Kelsey. No, no, no. Not even just that. Like Super Bowl, more so who, who's the best team based on my preseason ranking and then Super Bowl. We're not going to spoil it here. Check it out. It's already out on our shorts, TikToks. Instagram, it's all there. You guys could yell at us. Some have, some people are. Some people are defending me. Some people are defending you. Yeah. So yeah, for the most part, we had the same five teams except that that one. I guess that's all we we're gonna say. But yeah, um, Chris Jones is back. Good to see. And let's see if that makes a huge difference uh, compared to the Detroit game. All right, moving on for more NFL stuff. We'll just quickly, you know, this week is one this recap. is kind of like a transition from week one to week two, right? And, uh, yeah, so let's just start off with week one. Who was your biggest surprise team? Obviously, I have options, right? But you got to pick one. I know. I have, I'm just going to think out loud. Giants, clearly, for me, was one of them because of what I've said, but I'm not putting them up there. Seahawks, also, these are like honorable mentions for me. So doing like a bad surprise? <laughs> or is it a surprise or is it... Like a, a surprise team. Oh, no, that's easy. Green Bay. Yours is Green Bay? Green Bay. Why is that? Um, did not expect it. Really? Expect Jordan oh, Love? Uh, did not expect it. Are you it. in love with Jordan Love? Um, not. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch that game much, but just seeing the score and what he did. Um, yeah. I mean, Green Bay. Very surprised for sure. I think. I think I know where you're gonna go based on I'm looking at the scores here. But I think I'm going with Green Bay. I have two. But I am going to pick this team because I have been shitting on them a little bit more. I had the Buccaneers as well. Oh, okay. But I'm going with the LA Rams. Exactly. I am definitely going with the LA Rams. Stafford balled out. Aaron Donald is in nightmares. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is in the nightmares of Geno Smith still. I think he might be waking up in the middle of the night saying, oh, my God. Shout out Tutu and Puka. Puka Nakua. (laughs) What a, what a legend. <laughs> Tutu Atwell has been in the league, but Puka Nakua. I forgot Van Jefferson's still there. Yeah, Puka Nakua, fifth round rookie, balled out 119 yards. And Sa- what the hell just happened? <laughs> Safe to say that uh, Stafford knows his teammates now. <laughs> I think Stafford finally connected with his teammates. Yeah. Uh, maybe. But no, a lot of that is also, like from what I heard, my buddy's a Seahawks fan. Shout out to him, big supporter. Um, and I was listening to, I think, Hopper and Bruff. I don't know who they had on. Not enough pass rush from them. Like, they don't have, like, the guy. From Seahawks? Yeah. Yeah, they don't. That's why, like, They're, they are Stafford more, had all day to throw. Yeah, they are more secondary better than they are pass rush. And I think they might need Jamal Adams healthy because they might need him to play D-end. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, it was simple. It was, it was the Packers. All right. Most disappointed team. So, thinking out loud, like I was saying, throw out the Bears out there, throw out the Giants. You could throw out the Bengals, um, Seahawks, like I mentioned, but I'm sticking with the Bills. I'm sticking with the Bills. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Josh Allen with three interceptions. You didn't expect that. I mean, I guess you could have expected it, but like you would expect an improvement from last year. But no, he had four turnovers and should have won that game. Um, divisional game, and you guys lose it on a freaking... What rookie fifth round rookie or undrafted rookie doing a punt return in the in the overtime? In overtime. 
And that's how you lose the game after leading to a team that had Zach Wilson. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Bills are my disappointment. All right. I could agree with you. I do agree with you. I can't say anything wrong about that. Bills are definitely there. Giants are definitely there, right? Bears, I had actually, like, thought they were going to win. Yeah. But Cincinnati Bengals, what the hell did you just do? Right? Are you guys that scared of Cleveland? Because I don't think they have performed against Cleveland very you well. You see Miles Garrett, like, crossing him up? Miles Garrett doing crossovers up. on your old line like <laughs> what is going on was it I think I was I don't know if it was AQ Shipley on uh, Jamar Chase said it best you lost to a bunch of L's <laughs> <laughs> AQ Shipley was saying like if I see Miles Garrett do that I'm calling timeout instantly and be like what the hell <laughs> bro he, he was about to cook and he yeah. definitely cooked yeah but yeah no um, why did the O-line suck for Joe Burrow every time they I don't get it like, they released Lionel Collins apparently yeah but like because of injury he was on pop yeah and uh like, you added uh, Orlando Brown. You had Alex Kappa. I mean, are they not doing enough? Is it Zach Taylor's protection schemes? Is it Joe Burrow's, I know, uh, freaking communication with the center off or something? But, yeah, no. Like, 83 yards for the second-best QB in the league, in my opinion. My pick for MVP is uh, not looking good for me right now, I would say. And, uh, yeah, Jamar Chase, I don't know what the hell he did. T. Higgins, zero reception, zero yards. And Joe Mixon probably got, like, Minimal rushing yards. Yeah. Um, overreaction, I don't think it's going to be worse. But my overreaction to this, keep this up. And my prediction of Zach Taylor might be true. <laughs> but I don't think it's happening. It's I not think, a prediction. Uh-huh? That wasn't a prediction. That was your hypothetical situation. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, that situation might actually happen. But no, uh, Joe Burrow got a haircut. He's like, times like this, you need a haircut. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, Joe Burrow we'll knows see, best. We'll see, right? Who are they playing next? Uh, Ravens. So it was a tough game. It's a Let's tough see, game. right? Like, but yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna transition to week two. Quick, quickly, I'm just gonna get this out of the way right now. Who's your pick for Phillies and uh, Vikings? Philly? Pick and score. Just I think Bradbury is out. I think Gainwell's out. But just don't put too much well. thought into it. Just yeah, whatever is in your head. Huh? Philly. Philly. Just a score. They're still, still kind of disappointed in that. Yeah, yeah but a but score prediction. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> just pick one, right? Here. I think Vikings will bounce back, for sure. Um, I think it might be closer than people think. So I'm going to go like 27-21. Yeah, I'm going with Philly. I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I'm going with the Eagles again, but I think it may be like a 31-28 type of game. Yeah. Uh, So that's the Thursday night game. Those are predictions. If the Vikings win, then you know why. Because we both pick the we Eagles. fucking put a jinx out there. But yeah, um, favorite game to watch. A game you are very interested in for uh, week two. Yeah, one second, I'm pulling it up. I think off the bat is that one that we not this one, sorry, the Ravens Bengals. But outside of the Colts, obviously, I don't because it's about yeah, outside the, the Colts. Um, pick one game I'm excited to watch will be the Ravens and Bengals or the Chiefs Jaguars. I said and pick one. You pick I know. Two. I'm saying it's between the two, and I'm gonna just go with the Ravens Bengals. Yeah, I'll give you reasoning. Like, what do you think has happened? I think, like, bounce back game for Joe Burrow. Let's see what's going to happen. Um, Obviously, the Ravens played a weaker team in Houston. And Lamar kind of had a horrible pick, I think it was. And uh, But Zay Flowers kind of helped out there. They lost, and we didn't mention it last time, J.K. Dobbins for the year. Yeah. So that's a team that potentially Jonathan Taylor or Leonard Fournette signs to or Kareem Hunt, right? Or anyone that has, like, or DeAndre Swift, who's a backup right now there. But, yeah, um, it's a divisional matchup, you know. Winner gets division in a way still, uh, depending on what happens with uh, Browns and Steelers. 
but like it could be one and one it could be two and one and one and two that's simple as that what's your pick for that game I had Ravens alright I I picked the Bengals because I think the Bengals really do well against the Ravens yeah but yeah but for me I'm heading to the NFC Lions Seahawks definite wild card could come down to this game right uh, they're obviously Lions have more chance winning division than Seahawks do but yeah no is are the Seahawks gonna bounce back or is their offense gonna click again Lions defense is legit they proved it against the Chiefs even though it's without Travis Kelsey but you know at the end of the day Jawan Taylor was getting false started every time because he was that scared of <laughs> Aiden Richardson Aiden Hutchinson yeah and uh but can this Lions offense do something? If if the Seahawks have no pass rush, Goff should be able to cook with Amon Ross, St. Brown, and that O-line. Lions O-line is really good. They're top five in the league for sure. And yeah, ultimately, I think I picked the Lions for this game. I picked the Seahawks. And yeah, then that's, I think that's going to be a close game. Close, tight game. Okay, so next up is the player matchup, you said? Yeah, so what like player matchup you're going to look forward to? So going back to the Chiefs-Jaguars here now. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, the Jerry Sneed. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think that's the top of my head. I'm thinking all that. I'm looking through it, but I think that's the biggest one I could see. Um, yeah, I think that might be it. Aaron Donald versus Trent Williams, like always. <laughs> but Aaron Donald would be more like with the guards. Yeah, but like you know, you go scheme to the outside, but. I think the, well, whole, point is, I think the whole point is not Raheem to do that. Morris is still there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? I think the yeah. whole point is not to do that. Like, try, um, to, try to get Aaron Donald on the weakest guy. <laughs> I guess that there's there's two. For me, this is between two. I'm thinking a lot, a lot here. The one I just said, Kellen Ridley, Legereus Need. Or it's going to be Pat Sertan. Sorry, not Pat Sertan. Pat Sertan versus uh, Terry McLaurin. That's a, you like, that's you like a, that's that a one, good right? one. I'm, I'll like yeah. that one more, actually. I was thinking Jets, Cowboys. I was thinking Garrett Wilson and Trayvon Diggs or Stefan Gilmore. But I, honestly, now that I look at this, even though I'm not, I don't care about the matchup really, because it might not be a great matchup. But uh, for one of the, tw- in my opinion, one of the most underrated. If you're just looking for one one v one reps, that's the one. If they're on each other, or no, sorry, if he's guarding uh, McLaurin, um, and it's one v one, Pats are ten versus McLaurin. That's that's elite. I think that's one of the elite ones in the. Yeah, thing. I'm going a little bit more O line D line, big man balling Marcus Spears. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with the, the Chiefs Jaguars. Okay. Josh Allen versus Jawan Taylor, former teammates as well, and uh, I'm bringing up the Jawan Taylor meme again. <laughs> False starting all over Aiden Hutchinson. Will he do it again against Josh Allen? The thing with the Lions is they never really called it, right? They never like they like they never went to the like refs. The last one. Or something? They never like they never went to the le- ref like yo, this guy is you know you gotta take an extra look I on this guy. I think after the video came out, I think they literally called everything on the Sunday games. I think. Yeah, but. That's going to be a fun one because Josh Allen is the Jaguars' best pressure guy. And uh, the Chiefs' whole line did take a hit compared to last year. But they're still very good in the interior. But that that matchup is going to be one that I think could determine that game. Okay, so I think that's it for the coverage. So our last thing I did mention, we're going to try our best to read some comments. We only got one when we asked the question of who your favorite team is. So at Virdolku1140, I think I know who you are, but I will just keep that a secret right now. Chiefs on top. Now, this was like, this is what we, um, before the Chiefs, Lions before game the happened. Chiefs lost. I'm guessing he's a Chiefs fan. That's what we, that's what I asked. Who's your favorite team? So new question for you guys. Who's your favorite player to watch in the, or who's your current favorite player in the league? Any position, doesn't matter. Joven, go. 
Current favorite player. Anthony Richardson. Okay, not a cult. <laughs> not a cult? I mean, it was Julio for all this time, so I'm like, I never thought of anything else. But I really like Calvin Ridley just because he was under Julio. And another guy, Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm a wide receiver guy. I love wide receivers. And uh, yeah, those are probably my two. For me, it's like, you know me, DeAndre Hopkins. That's number, like, he's wide receiver wise, number one. I think it's him. It's tough, right? Because, like, positional is weird. Like, I'm a huge Shaq Leonard fan, obviously, but I'm not picking a Colt. For me, if you're going two, I'm going D Hop, and now I'm going Justin Herbert. It yeah. was Deshaun Watson. I'll say it and I'll openly admit it before all the drama came out. As a quarterback, I'm still a, once upon a time was a fan. Now he sucks. So he does suck. <laughs> right now he sucks. But if he goes back to old, old Deshaun, we'll see. But I probably won't because of the whole drama. But Justin Herbert, uh, simple as that. I think for me, it's him and D Hop if I have to go. Yeah. Like that, especially that combo would be sick in general. That is a sick combo. All right. So you guys comment. You guys favorite player? Any position? Any player? You're gonna give multiple? Go ahead. Let's see the comments. You might get onto the pod. All right. Yeah, you can make it onto the pod. And yeah, so that wraps up NFL. You know, it's a l- quite a long bit for NFL. Like, I mean, it, it's opening weekend. We got overreactions. Um, but yeah, so let's move on to quick fire topics. All right. First off, let's just go with soccer. Soccer is coming back. We're going to keep it quick. We're not going to talk about Manchester United today. Don't worry, guys. Um, but you guys better step it up this weekend. I sort of got. But no, it's um, Paul Pogba. Former Man United player. Again, we're not talking about Man United, though. Still found a way to get Man United in We here. have to get it in. It's in our blood. We have a flight, uh, scarf up there for a reason. I swear to God, if I lose sleep over you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, the reason why we're talking about Paul Pogba, he's kind of been in the news after he left Man United for a while, right? First up, it was like his brother drama with the whole like witchcraft shit witchcraft that's going thing. on. His brother is kind of like part of a different gang or I don't know if it's a gang or whatever the case may be there's some weird stories there's some about weird that. stuff going on for money according to Paul Pogba he's scared like some somehow Mbop is involved <laughs> I don't even know um, but this one's a little different he got tested positive for having t- like testosterone extra testosterone on him and it could be banned him for about four years four years wow it's four years that's, well, that's the one that caught me um, he's saying that it's from the supplements he took so it's like an accidental type take? That's what he's claiming. Yeah. Like, that's what... Didn't Will Fuller say the same thing too? When Yeah, Will Fuller, DeAndre Hopkins as yeah. well. I don't know if... Fernando he, Tatis, I think. No, yeah, I, think he, I think Tatis kind of admitted it to it. Like he actually did it? Like he's saying like, yeah, he made a bad decision or whatever. Oh, but I know DeAndre Hopkins was he like... He failed, failed a doping test due to supplement source. Yeah, I think... And I, could face a four-year ban. He's already an injury-prone guy. Hasn't played much. Uh, hasn't played much. Had a good start. Maybe that's why. Yeah, provisionally suspended over testosterone. Yeah. So, Pogba, is he still your favorite player now? <laughs> Bro, I loved Paul Pogba, but he might have had probably one of the biggest fall-offs I've ever seen. Yeah. This dude was special. All right, moving on to some baseball. No, we're not talking about the Blue Jays and how they make me lose sleep now. But uh, Mike, Tr- we'll talk Mike Trout. We'll talk. We'll we'll recap the Blue Jays. It's not just the Blue Jays. MLB playoff situation because it is that time where you have to go weekly now. Um, and you guys probably could tell by my anger why we're why we were reacting like this. Ten zero. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, my, um, to the Rangers is what makes it worse. But Mike Trout. Um, literally after we stopped recording, this is when I saw this. The Angels are open to trading him, and uh, as long as Mike Trout wants to. 
But, so mm-hmm. that's how they are. If Mike Trout requests a trade, um, there'll be they'll be opening up to listen. Hey, makes sense, especially if you lose Otani, go get what you can if get. If you lose Otani, I'm not even asking Trout's position, uh, permission. Just trade him. <laughs> just just trade him at this point. Um, right? Like you ruined the man's career. <laughs> so there's some Bleacher Report actually had some artic- uh, article. Let me see if I can find. Yeah, early Mike Trout landing spots. There's an obvious number one. No, the Blue Jays are not on this list. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, obviously. Um, Probably the Mets. So the Mets will just find a way. Okay, so it's the Yankees and the Mets are ten and nine. Yeah. Boston, Houston, Atlanta. Wow, Atlanta. Imagine there. <laughs> Ronald Acuna center field there. They discuss injury prone. Right just field. Keep him DH. Or right field, yeah. <laughs> First base, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what people do all the First time. First base. Texas. Texas, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna go over the trades, but yeah. San Francisco. Wow, that'll be. San Diego. Oh my God! How could they afford them? <laughs> they got money, bro. Dodgers. Yeah, obviously. And number one's kind of obvious, and you'll know why. What? Who's his buddy? Who's his buddy? You don't know? No, no unless I forgot. Phillies. Oh. I remember he was linked there, and Bryce Harper was recruiting. Yeah, him yeah, Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah. So Phillies make a lot of sense too. Yeah, uh, that's true. So yeah, those are the early favorites. They're saying they're saying that he'll get traded. His end is sixty-five million dollars. For Nick, Casti- Nick Castellanos and a right-hand pitcher, Mick Abel. But yeah, uh, I'm down to see him leave, man. Like, yeah, he, he I deserves, need to see Mike Trout in the playoffs, He deserves man. better. He deserves a lot before better. Before Otani, this guy was a... I mean, he's still a beast. He's still a beast. Before Otani came onto the scene, this guy was had talent of Hall of Fame, greatest of all time. He's so But I don't consider good. him the GOAT because he can't make he can't the playoffs. win. Where I don't think it's his fault. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the update on Mike Trout. Um, and uh, quick soccer again. Whitecaps signed another Canadian. Who? Junior Hoylet. Oh, actually? Free agent, 33-year-old from Reading last year, I believe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So they lost to uh, Cordova after like he shot the bed for them. And yeah. he's gone to Turkey. But yeah. Anyways, UFC. Before we, uh, we get into I'm going to look into the news of the thing I'm going to mention. But first off. Fight nights this weekend. We normally don't ever talk about fight nights because there's no nothing really much to talk about except for maybe that one. we should have mentioned Holloway back then. <laughs> but um, actually, you know, let me talk about Holloway quickly. Did you know that Holloway is undefeated against everyone, but not <laughs> except Volkanovski? Yeah. So he's zero three against Volk, but everyone else he just dominates. Yeah. So is there run it back number four. Runner number four. <laughs> um, I think Volk might be finding that guy. I forgot his name again. But Volk will probably beat him. <laughs> but no, uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Um, rematch, Grosso. That is know, a fight night, yeah. One of the, yeah, it's on fight night, which is kind of weird, but it's for the title still. And this is big because uh, Shevchenko lost the last fight. One of the few upsets. That's one of the, the one of the starts of the upsets, right? And it's kind of it's kind of following a trend here. The first upset we witnessed was Nunez, I think, in the recent... Time. Pena versus Nunez, yeah. Yeah, and Nunez came back and won, right? Their rematch. Then it was Edwards Usman, but Edwards won. But Edwards retained still. Yeah, Edwards retained. Then it was Pereira Izzy, and then Izzy, re- Izzy got it back. Now if you're gonna go flip uh, Izzy, side, Izzy got it mean, back, yeah. And that, does that mean always oh, then Strickland happened? I know, but uh, Shevchenko Grasso does. If it's following that kind of wave, Grasso retains. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next one, I guess. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. To, I'm actually kind of down. To, I don't know what time it is, at, so I got to look at that. But I'm down to see this just to see. You know, it's a storyline yeah. here, right? It's not like a Udain fight. 
That's what I was surprised. I was like, fight night? Really? It's fight night, yeah. It's going to be like the third fight of a card or something. Like, if you want to have a stacked card. Like, it could be they like... They need to sell out fight nights too, right? <laughs> hey, the good news Maybe. is it's not pay-per-view and you go to watch Titan Title fight for free. Yeah, that's true. Uh, on your local TSN, ESPN, wherever you are in the world. Yeah. Um. How many other, like... Is, is, is Volk the only one that hasn't, like... Volk is the only one. Everyone else lost it. Like, Mag- Olivier Magachev, for me, wasn't, like, an upset loss, because I was, like, that kind of... Yeah, sick. no, but, like, Magachev's a new champ. Yeah. For lightweight. I'm thinking about, like, upset style. Upset style? And then light heavyweight's just changing, because everybody's Light injured. heavyweight's changing every time. Oh, Pantoja and a Moreno. Pantoja. That was an upset. Pantoja and Moreno? Yeah. And flyweight. What a fight, though. Yeah. <laughs> what a fight again. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, heavyweight, you had... <laughs> and Ganu, then he went to like Cyril Gane as interim champ, then back to Ganu, then Ganu left. Now it's John Jones. Would that be an upset? Stipe beating John Jones in your eyes or no? I think if Stipe wins, it's upset. I think John Jones is because of how he handled is, Gane. <laughs> it is John Jones, like the way the John Jones destroyed Cyril Gane, and the way that Stipe got destroyed yeah. in his last fight against Ganu, which was a while back. November, now. man, still a while ago. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah, um. Prediction? Do you think Shevchenko gets it back? Do you want to give I, the edge? I give it. I give it to Shevchenko. I'm predicting Shevchenko. All right, congratulations, Grosso, because I'm going with Shevchenko as well. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Why are you calling me? Uh, okay, so the another last bit of UFC news before we get to a lot of NBA news and NHL news. UFC and WWE merger is complete. So this was actually going on for a bit. We just forgot to mention it a few times. Completed their merger on Tuesday morning to create something called the TKO Group Holdings, according to new parent company Endeavor. Uh, In 2016, UFC parent company sold its majority stake to Endeavor. 2021, launched an IPO to become a publicly traded company. Uh, In 2022, Vince McMahon, the CEO at the time, stepped down because of allegations. Um... Seven months later, Vince returned. I'm just saying the timeline because I'm just trying to learn this on the spot as well. Uh, so, WWE and Endeavor agreed to a deal on April 3rd of this year. So, right before we started recording. Yeah. Essentially started the pod. In a deal which WWE could merge with Zofa to create TKO Group Holdings, a publicly traded company on the New York Stock Exchange under the symbol TKO. Obviously, technical knockout combat, right? This new company would become a subsidiary of Endeavor with Endeavor, Endeavor's... Uh, CEO Ari Emanuel also becoming CEO of TKO Group Holdings and yeah so Vince McMahon and Dana White will have similar responsibilities now McMahon will serve as executive chair of TKO until his death resignation or incapacity (laughs) why did I say it until his death that was like (laughs) that was harsh (laughs) okay until he like according says resignation as well yeah yeah, but I start off until his death incapacity normally it's the <laughs> incapacity. Um, yeah, incapacity. According to the agreement, with that position, he has the right to select five of the eleven directors. Former, now former, UFC president. He's no longer president. Dana White will now serve as a CEO of UFC under TKO. So maybe it's just a title change. He's yeah, yeah. Technically. And yeah, Khan will serve as the president of Nick Khan, by the way, not Tony Khan from yeah, WWE. Yeah, Nick Khan from WWE. Um, will serve as the president of WWE in a role similar to White's former role as UFC president. So yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, Endeavor owns 51% controlling interest in the new company. This is the business side of things. You guys could look into it, but something uh, kind of cool. I don't know yeah, how much is going to affect the WWE know. and UFC. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I generally don't know what the what, like what are like what is the reaction? Is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? I do not know. The I'll com- be honest. This with completed you. merger marks the first time the McMahon family has not owned controlling interest in the WWE since it was founded by Vince's father in 1953. The shares are currently $102 per share at TKO. Yeah, so Monday night was like the last Rob hell um with the McMahons and Triple like H. Like McMahon. It's not even Triple H, yeah. Yeah, so I well, tri- I think Triple H might be in terms of ownership, right? Yeah. So like I don't know how this is an effect decision making within like obviously like clearly the Nick Khan's the guy. Yeah. Um is Triple H have creative control there? What is Dana White con- does Dana White control the matches still or is there someone else doing it? Don't know the details fully into that. I seem it just it's more of a business thing for sure. Because I remember WWE was rumored for Saudi, so I don't know if this is Saudi-related. But, yeah, I mean, like, does that mean Triple... Like, like you said, like, does Dana still make the matches official? Does Triple H make the storylines? Yeah, because we'll find out... And hire well, talent. We'll find out in Abu Dhabi, most likely, at least with the the pay-per-view ones, right? Yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens if this weekend with Shevchenko. Because, like, what? He's no longer president of UFC, but they didn't say who the UFC president is. Yeah, that's true. He's still the CEO, right? And they're saying that Nick Khan is, what, the president of... WWE stuff which is similar to that so yeah I don't know how much of it controls who controls does like literally 51% so it's a majority right so like what does Ken Dana go to WWE and be like yo I want this this is done <laughs> I don't can know can Conor McGregor finally go to the WWE like he kind of wanted to yeah right <laughs> he's built for it but yeah so we'll see Um, we'll definitely tune into that a little bit more do a little bit more research but yeah so let's move on let's get to the NBA and uh I think I think my prediction was right. So during the Alex pod, um, Joven asked him a question, and what was the question? Did we piss off the USA, where they kind of perform the Avengers of basketball, led by LeBron James? Yeah. So Did LeBron was rumored with the eyes emoji before even that game. Came out apparently reports where he's reaching out to guys like Steph Curry, KD. Apparently called AD. So I think it was um, yeah, it was LeBron, Steph. Yeah, I have the list. AD. Here. I have the list. KD, and then on their own, like normal interests, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, and Devin Booker were like so, self-interest, like are serious interest in playing, you know, without contact to LeBron. Players reportedly interested in playing for Team USA in 2024. LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum. Anthony Edwards, Devin Booker, De'Aaron Fox, yeah, De'Aaron Miller, Fox as well, Draymond Green, and Bam Adebayo. No Kawhi Leonard on this list. No Paul George on the list. I, I, I could see Paul George eventually coming, but like I could see Kawhi Leonard not because it's just Kawhi Leonard and it's he Kawhi does Leonard. Kawhi things. He's such a dream guest to get on because you're kind of intrigued to see what he's gonna say, but at the like, same time, are you? Are you don't you? think he's gonna say it? But like someone like, like us, I, he won't say shit. I think we need a scientific experiment <laughs> of how this guy laughs. <laughs> not even though it's not even that it's just like, like everybody's dream gets to get Kawhi Leonard on but then you want him on with someone he knows to get his per- real personality out because like yeah, yeah. for someone like us he's probably not gonna like answer properly right so genuinely because like I think as much as I would love to have him on I think like I remember the Raptors year everyone's like this guy this dude's the funniest guy we know yeah and then like you're like media you're like you look at what, what's after game two Game three, <laughs> like it's un- unintentionally funny. Yeah, but like you know, the Clippers. Uh, oh, sorry, the Clippers. The Spurs commercials. Yeah, the Spurs Snowball. commercials. Yeah, <laughs> Snowball. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, 
Team USA. Um, obviously, we asked Alex, and Alex gave his thoughts. Just um, check out the whole pod, but just a little brief summary of that part was he doesn't think that the USA are like definitive favorites. He still he still says they're favorites, but he's like usually if you ask a question, is it the Chiefs or or you gonna take the field for the Super Bowl? Field meaning literally the remaining thirty one teams. You usually go with the field, or someone might be that confident. Right or the seventy three and or the Warriors with KD for example, right? Like literally, people pick the Warriors because they're that good over the field. So the same question here is a USA in the field. He said he's gonna go over with the field, and I slightly disagree, but I get his point because the, you asked about the redeem team, and the difference between the redeem team and this team is the redeem team started the three year plan before, right? Like after when the first that whoever watched the doc. Yeah. The 04 Olympics, I believe, is when the they... bronze medal. Yeah, they started going. And uh, this one is the bronze just building the team right now for one year. Because, first of all, they're calling it the last dance. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Because last dance doesn't mean Team USA basketball is going to stop. Like, the Bulls stopped when Jordan and Jackson left. Right? Yeah, the Bulls finished. <laughs> they were finished. Like USA team USA will still be fine if LeBron retires. It's the yeah. last dance for LeBron, sure, yeah. or Steph. But I'm sure Jason Tatum and uh, Devin Booker and, uh, you know, all these guys with uh, Anthony Edwards will carry the team fine, right? Now, they might not be as good, for sure, because, the like Alex mentioned, the top players are now more you um, around the world. Shea, Luka, Jokic, well, Embiid might be U.S. now, which... Bro, don't do it. Don't do that. I swear do to God, not. I'm going to lose respect for Embiid if he does it. Because he Bro. was rumored for France. I'm fine with France. Yeah, France is fine. And Cameroon, just stay with there. Just <laughs> but, stay with Cameroon. But yeah, so he's rumored to go, come to the I mean, France, US. I understand, right? They need to kind of replace Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. But they have Wembenyama. Wembenyama's uh, well, rumored to play the four for the Spurs to start off at least. Cause oh, actually? Body type. So it would make wow. sense if he's a four there too, right? Yeah. So, But no, anyways, different topic for that one. But yeah, like, I still disagree with it because... He did kind of contradict, I think, slightly when he's like, the reason why can't uh, USA beat France in the Olympic final by five was because Kevin Durant was doing Kevin Durant things. But if you're not lucky, you're going to have Kevin Durant. Okay, if not Kevin Durant, you have Steph Curry. Okay, if not Steph Curry, you have LeBron James. Okay, if not LeBron James, you have Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. If Kawhi decides to show up, you have Kawhi Leonard, right? So on and so forth. You have Anthony Davis on the defensive side as well. So... I still think the USA or the I, I might pick USA over the field because uh, it's tough because like it's continuity tough. is big in basketball but I and feel like those guys are so good that like they know the assignment they'll just get it done and I maybe it won't be like 30 point nights every night but hey it might be closer game against Canada or Slovenia or Serbia because we're hoping Giannis if Greece qualifies we're hoping hoping Jokic plays we're hoping Jamal Murray comes we're hoping Joel Embiid does not, you know, Switch be up. a snake <laughs> and join the USA. I think that's this is much worse than KD joining the Warriors for He's sure. Snaking a country, an <laughs> yeah, entire country, exactly. All right, but yeah, no. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do you think do you agree yeah, with I mean, Alex okay. more so, or do you agree with like no, no, the USA yeah. or the if, clear if favorites? If that team is there, it's USA, and I, I'm scared. Like okay. I'm playing them, <laughs> right? Uh, but my thing is like only issue I'll have with it, and I don't think it might be a big issue, is uh, just. Managing egos, which I don't think will be a problem with this. Like Steph Curry is one of the most unselfish superstars you've ever seen. You saw it with the Warriors. Yeah. Kevin Durant's the same thing. There's a reason why, with the Suns, I'm having a little hope that like, okay, this isn't this isn't gonna be the Nets because you have KD and Harden or Kyrie and Harden, 
right? You never heard anything bad about KD with the Nets. No, not really. Like, the only thing is like he just came. He didn't say much to stop it, but he did his job. You never heard anything bad about the Warriors until Draymond <laughs> inserted himself in, in that situation in the third year. But yeah, um, now to Alex's point, after this team, because LeBron's probably done, Steph might be done, then I could see USA in trouble if they don't do a three-year program. Yeah, that's true. Because like, there's no way Josh Hart should be on the floor. No offense to Josh Hart, currently, right? Like, and it's not, and like, let's okay, let's quickly brainstorm. Minus okay. like the older guys, who's gonna be on the next USA squad? Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Edwards, Paolo Banquero. Yeah, Paolo. Does Chet make the team if he's good? Uh, like, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox could be the starting point guard. Um, Donovan Darius Mitchell. Garland. But we're naming like guards too, right? Donovan Mitchell, Jaron Jackson Jr. Bam. Bam Adebayo. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, yeah. This is the top of my head, so comment if we're forgetting anyone. Yeah, we're probably forgetting. I mean, I, I classify Dame I, as old. Uh, yeah, same. But I think like, okay, oh, and Jimmy Butler might be for the other team, by the way. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Then I'm not as scared. But then if you throw the names like Steph, KD, who are still Steph, playing at an elite Katie, level. LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis, <laughs> everyone. Kawhi Leonard, if he does magically show up. Then I'm like, okay, I have to give USA the edge just because of that. Like a mot- We've seen a motivated LeBron. Yeah. Dylan Brooks. I don't think Curry ever. <laughs> Curry ever Curry's he's, never played. Yeah, uh, he hasn't. Uh, Alex said that. Yeah. And it was confirmed that he hasn't. Uh, he's only on World Cup, which is kind of funny because yeah. like, I don't understand why people don't care about the World Cup. That's just me. Because uh, yeah, I don't, under, I don't in our any. background of soccer, like we were we, obviously soccer first. Yeah, yeah, but like World Cup's the biggest deal, right? Yeah, hockey never had a World Cup, so that's a different story. And we'll no, we'll not get into it today because uh, they might go back do some stupid shit again, calling it the World Cup, and then you have Team Europe and Europe and North America. But um, like cricket, even though we don't watch it, cricket World Cup's a big deal. It is right. Rugby World Cup is a big deal, which is happening right now. Again, we don't watch it. I would think the FIBA World Cup is a big deal, personally. I would think yeah. so. I understand the value of the Olympics, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think going in the future, then USA might be in trouble with a new three-year program, but I think for next year's Olympics, um, we've seen a motivated LeBron. He's probably going to see Dylan Brooks' face again <laughs> and be Bro, like, oh yeah, you said this to me. Boom, boom, boom. Dylan Brooks. But listen, Canada all day will beat the U.S. <laughs> We will yeah. beat the U.S. We will beat the U.S. <laughs> but we might have good we news. Did. Unlike Canada freaking basketball, we might or soccer, sorry, we might have a friendly against the U.S. and other top nations as well. Yeah, so which, which is good there. But moving, yeah, moving on, on to new rules. New rules. You're not allowed to rest. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I was like, I think they're gonna go somewhere with that, but. Yeah, so NBA expected to enforce... Oh, sorry, this was before. Just quickly, quickly. Like, you're not allowed to take a breath or rest when you say this. Okay, ready? All right, go. NBA Board of Governors has approved a new policy that a team is unable to rest two star players in the same game moving forward. Multiple sources told The Athletic at Stadium, a, st- a star is defined as someone who has made all-star or all-NBA team in the past three seasons. Okay, now I'll read it slowly. <laughs> um, NBA Board of Governors has approved a new policy... Um, a star is defined as a someone who has made the all-star or all-NBA team in the past three seasons. So, um, maybe there's a top player that hasn't because of injury reasons, so they might luck out. And I also saw something about um, if you're older than 35 slash, like, played a certain amount of minutes, you could also um, sit out. But, like, yeah, they're just 
making some rest rules stricter, stricter, putting heavier fines so on that as well. Two stars can't sit out, right? So that means like for your Raptors, if Fred VanVleet was still there, Pascal Siakam and um, and VanVleet Van can't, can't sit out together. together. One of them can. This is known as the Kawhi rule, the Spurs rule, because Popovich is known for subbing, literally sitting out all his top guys, Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, everyone. Wow. Um, yeah, like certain names you you would think that are not uh, that are on here. You're like, huh? How are they on here? Ben Simmons. He was an All NBA or an All Star three years ago, technically. Well, we'll just wait one more year for that. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> um, I mean, Ben Simmons has been resting since that time, anyways. Jared Allen is now considered a star. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's Andrew fun. Wiggins is considered a star. <laughs> it's me fun because like you know, it's all star and all NBA, right? Yes, three years, past three years. Yeah. Mike Conley making all that all that give me all NBA uh, all yeah. star team. I mean, it's not even that. I'm thinking of fan perspective. Anthony Edwards said it best. You know, some people just save up their life savings just to go to a game, and love that. And love that. And they're not playing. Well, the, here's the thing. The player you want to see is not playing. Do you think this is going to just increase some weird injuries? It's still like, what are you going to say? No, you're not injured? Like, at the end of the day, think about it. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Because they started naming, like... Obviously, you guys are known with the um, Kawhi, but you didn't set up other guys, really. But um, left knee management is what they would call it instead of rest. Right? Like, that's what they call so it. So they might like, just want a legit report. I think, yeah, right? Like, does Kawhi have left knee pain or something like, like this that? This does not affect the Raptors at all. Because I know, it affects obviously some I'm just teams. saying like some of the teams. And right? also, in-season tournament as well. Yeah. So, a little bit more games. Because they obviously want players to play. Like, this affects the Timberwolves because Rudy Gobert is considered it. This affects the Lakers. This affects the Clippers. This affects... Does not affect the Nuggets. What? Jamal Murray hasn't made an All-Star in All-NBA. Yeah, right. It's just Jokic. Does, does it Jamal? Yeah. Jamal Murray has it. Who else is on that team? That are, no, no. Aaron Gordon has it. No. Michael Porter Jr. has it. No, injured. So, yeah, they're they're good. <laughs> they can no, rest both guys. You rest so, I think that's where it's kind of flawed. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean you have to define it somehow. And that's NBA on the vote. Now, this is on the voters for not uh, voting uh, uh, Jamal Murray in. <laughs> I guess. I guess Jamal. We're selecting Jamal Murray in, right? Like, this obviously affects them. This affects the Pelicans. But yeah, I mean, long story short, rest rules are, have gone stricter. And uh, heavier fines will be applied. Yeah, I think it's like, so it progresses higher and higher. So I think yeah. it, goes, it could go up to more than a million. So From the third offense. Our example. next soccer game, you're not allowed to sub out. Shut up. <laughs> All right? No resting. I, I play the full game anyway, so it doesn't matter for me. We might actually have subs this time. No subbing. <laughs> that are capable. If you want to win, I better be subbed out. You better know <laughs> this too. Um, yeah. So uh, I mean, I like the rule. Let's see how. Let's. But I know there's people gonna find loopholes. There's no way. Yeah, they they'll find won't. loopholes. Everyone finds loopholes. Um. Okay. Moving on. Giannis. He had an interesting quote. He's a Milwaukee Bucks player. Let me try to find the exact one. No way. He's a Milwaukee Bucks. I'm a Milwaukee player. Buck. But most importantly, I'm a winner. I want to win, told the 48 Minutes podcast. I have to do whatever it takes for me to win, and if there's a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I will have to take that better situation. All right, Giannis. On behalf of the Toronto Raptors, we have the next bright star in Scotty Barnes. We have the mean, 
the mean white machine in Grady Dick and the new Raptor legend Marquise Noel we are gonna win with you on our team if it's a trade Scotty's probably part of the trade don't ruin my moment <laughs> do not ruin my moment alright yeah, are you gonna be that classic Raptor fan like day 500 of asking day Ryan. 500 of asking until Jan. like then I think he finally got signed an extension not, that's like that. those are for YouTube videos right day 500 of asking Sidemen yeah to uh, do no, a, literally there was a Raptors Instagram page match. I think this is like during your um, playoff run mixed in with 2020 a little bit up until he signed the extension was like day f- 174 Giannis to Toronto. It was literally called Giannis to Toronto. Giannis to Toronto. I haven't seen that page since he said the extension. Let's see if it makes a comeback. But no, I'm fine with it, right? Yeah, like, like listen, Embiid said it. That's probably the best thing I've heard Embiid say in my life. Who? Joel Embiid. Giannis. No, no, but like I said Embiid said it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Giannis, obviously, he mentioned it before. And he mentioned it, mentioned it again. And the Bucks, I mean, did kind of lose to an eight seed. Yeah, no, for sure. I think this is putting pressure on Dom for sure, and we'll see, right? Like, I, I still think he's enough to stay uh, Buck the whole life. I still think Joel Embiid will request a trade eventually. Uh, with Giannis, I don't see it. I could see them getting another guy, and then they'll be fine, right? So, yeah, that that I mean, I like it. I love this. Put pressure on the team, right? Because you don't have to be loyal. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. But, like, yeah, like my case before, we got a big shooting guard in Grady Dick. He's <laughs> a big player for us. He's a massive player for us. And uh, he'll shoot threes. Compliments your game very well. Now, how much do you believe that will actually happen? No, just try, let a man dream, all right? <laughs> like, let, like, hey, why I want to keep it realistic. Yo, <laughs> shut up, right? Like, you're ruining my fantasies. You're ruining Jets fans' fantasies. Right? If they want to believe Andrew Luck is going to come back, let them believe Andrew Luck is going to come back. I'm trying to give... I'm still living in that fantasy, even though we still have Anthony Richardson, but like... Okay, I'm trying to be like real and don't be scarred when it doesn't happen. Just pop the balloon right now. Pop the bubble right now. <laughs> let, let the guy hope, right? Let a man hope. <laughs> hope. Yeah. We can hope but, for the rest of your life. Huh? <laughs> He's retired. I'm 60 hoping. 60 years old. <laughs> hoping for the rest of my life. 60 years old. <laughs> like, I have... Two days to Giannis live. Giannis Jr.? I don't I'm, know what your name is. But <laughs> I have two days to live and I'm still hope, holding on to the fact that Andrew Luck will return as a cold. Okay. And uh, Giannis... You still think yeah, that? Yeah, You're yeah, next level yeah, delusional. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo will sign with the Raptors even though he's retired and probably jumping in a pool in the That's what you call not Greece. healthy and you should see a doctor or, huh? some, or a psychologist. I, I'm not something. at that point yet. But, okay, um, let's move on to something serious because we're going to go into it. There's one college football-related thing I want to relate this to as well. Um, this is in regards and the last, like, what, four episodes, I think we talked about it. Mason Greenwood, Anthony, Julio Urias, um, much more. And uh, first one, let's just stick with the NBA, Kevin Porter Jr. And, you know, he apparently, let me. I want to get the exact details because... I have the Mel Tucker stuff here as well, which is even crazy. But Kevin Porter Jr. has kind of a history of doing some stupid shit. I know he's had, like, um, kind of, like, mental health stuff with Cleveland, and he had to move on, did some dumb shit there. You know, I'm always um, for second chances. But Houston Rockets' Kevin Porter Jr. fractured girlfriend's vertebrae in New York City, right? 
I'm gonna say he did get arrested, so I'm still gonna say alleged just to be safe because by the law, you're not guilty till you're proven guilty. But yeah, so Houston Rockets guard alleged attack on his girlfriend. Uh, a New York City hotel room left a woman with a fractured neck, vertebrae, and a deep cut above her right eye. Um, pled not guilty to felony and assault strangulation charges in connection with the incident early Monday at the Millennium Hilton near the U.S. in Manhattan. I want to get the, her get her name. She's a WNBA player, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Ashley? Yeah. Um, the NBA star who had been in police custody since his arrest around 6.45 a.m. on Monday was released after posting bail. This is a serious domestic violence case. Uh, okay, why did this these people not say share the victim's name? Uh, hold up. But yeah, no, off the bat, like, I think his career's done. It should be done. Yeah, I mean, like, fractured vertebrae. This is a big injury. Okay, her name is, oh, I don't want to butcher it. It's tough to say it. She's a free agent WNBA player. Um, a, Okay, I'm going to butcher this name, and I completely apologize. Kaiser Gondrizic. Gondrizic? Um, yeah, so... I think someone she knows, I don't know if it's a family member or friend, came out and also threatened him. Makes sense. That's your, you know, that's your homegirl. Yeah. So, um, back in college, he was suspended at uh, USC for two games, uh, conduct issues in 2020. Porter was involved in a one-car crash and uh, charged with improper handling of a firearm. So, track record. Keep building. So, he has a track record. Moved out of Cleveland after the Crafts drafted him in the first round. And the reason wasn't talent. Uh, Character issues was the reason. You know, in 2020-21 season, he began yelling and throwing things in the Cavs' locker room. Uh, had some stuff going on with the Rockets. And, yeah. Okay. Um, before I get into the Mel Tucker thing, too. And it's just been happening a lot in sports. I don't know how legit... If, again, alleged. I'm not going to... You know, we're going to cover our asses here. Alleged, uh, same thing with Mason Greenwood, same thing with Anthony, alleged. Anthony has vehemently come out crying and everything, saying he didn't do shit. So, who knows? Listen, we said it last time, to reiterate it again, when shit like this comes up, and this is proof, there's literal proof for this one, like that um, Mason Greenwood situation. Yeah. You want to take everything said with face value. Yes, there's been cases, for example, Matt Ariza. Yeah. Um, um... now, not former Bills punter drafted at San Diego State. You know, you don't want to treat this as a guy who cried wolf. But if for those girls, fuck you. If you guys are that type of girl to get clout off this, you guys are shit because you're ruining it for people like her, right? Uh, for Harriet Robson, even though that one, again, is settled differently. I'm looking at these young guys, and listen, um, I don't have a girlfriend. I've never had a girlfriend. You never had a girlfriend. You don't have a girlfriend. But even then, like, we have family that are girls. You know, we have a mom. We have a grandma. Yes, we get annoyed. We don't go out there beating. I've never seen my dad hit my mom. Yeah. Never in my life I, th- I would you would he- think about or hear things about that. This isn't back in the day. Shit's serious. You're 23 freaking years old. And I don't know what you're going through and... It's no excuse, though. There's no excuse. It doesn't matter, right? Like, it's just, uh, that crosses a line. Like, you're ruining 
your career here. And just because you're an NBA player, you'll get chances because they always do. We saw it with um, whatever allegedly Deshaun Watson situation, allegedly with the Ray Rice situation back in the day, um, and all the other assault cases that have happened, and people come back in the league. It's, it's the reality. We have to face it. People have money to spend to, you know, settlements happen for a reason, right? And sometimes it's too much of a money for a girl not to take it because they need to help their family. Whatever the case may be. I'm not a lawyer. I might be fucking talking out of my mind ass right now. Um, but I'm addressing Kevin Porter Jr. I'm addressing all the other young, especially young athletes that are coming in. I'm not trying to compare Kevin Porter Jr. to a guy like LeBron James or a guy like Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson, and I'm not trying to make this a Colts thing. I genuinely am not. Anthony Richardson, there's reports that have come out where he's stayed back and helped, I think it was a hotel or a, um, where they're having dinner or lunch yeah, yeah. and helped the, you know, the waiters and the cleaners clean because they, he felt they made more of a nest that they should have cleaned up. Anthony Richardson has re, uh, helped out a fan recently or like a security guard worker or whatever made his day by talking. That's what you call a true character. That's the type of man you want to be known for. You don't want to be known for this shit, right? You don't want to be known for sexually assaulting other people, whether you're 20, whether you're 25, whether you're 50-year-old man, Mel Tucker, okay? This shit, we're in a, we're, the good thing about this life right now, the world that we're in, is now people have the courage to come out and speak. Kyle Beach. That yeah. thing happened 2010. 2010, yeah. We have um, the uh, we have courageous people, and it's not easy to come out. For example, the Canada hockey situation, which is still going on for some reason, by the way. Don't know how, but there's that shit's still going on. I understand it takes time because, again, you have to look... People are going to deny it. So you have to take both sides at face value, whether the girl's lying or she's not, whether the guy's telling the truth or he's not, or vice versa, whatever the case may be. But you have to smarten up in this case. John Moran, I'm looking at you, right? Don't be a dumbass. Yeah, you may have not assaulted someone, but you're ruining your career. Just Never had LeBron James ever in the media outside of his maybe basketball take like or basketball related shit right we have a platform and I know this is a tough thing for us to talk about I'm getting slightly emotional with this but it's a serious thing that we like I I feel like an injustice that we have this platform and we're not gonna bring this up yeah that's why the Mel Tucker thing I forgot to bring it up last time that's on my that's on me right that's on him that we didn't get to bring this up but seeing this Kevin Porter Jr. thing you're not only ruining your life, you're ruining another person's life. She's a WNBA player. Free agent. Possibly won't get signed now because you did this to her. Yeah. Not only just that, you ruined her family. And you know what sucks? You might get another opportunity. Who knows? We think your career should end. Right? People are going to be like, oh, he's a kid, he made a mistake. There's certain things that make a mistake. And... Yeah, like, yeah, I understand if you're like, uh, you know, 15 years old and you did something that's not like this severe, then yeah, you should be given another chance. If you're caught saying the N-word as a 10-year-old, I guarantee you many other kids have done that. Yeah. Okay, that's a different story. 
But when it comes to shit like this, sexually assaulting someone, assaulting someone in general, that's not okay, right? You worked your ass off to be here where many people may have worked their ass off and couldn't get there. Whether you rightfully got it or not, we're going to say you did because you're a first-round pick for a reason. Just because, and even then, you're stupid to realize to get away with this because I'm so happy that there is courageous people out there to share this story because it's not like back in the day where an old businessman will treat their wife or woman or to like throws, like laundry, dirty laundry type of thing because that isn't the life we have anymore. So, yeah, like, you're 23 years old and you're throwing your career out the window. And before we get to the basketball side of things, because there is a basketball topic-related story with the Houston Rockets. Um, yeah, like, just any young athlete watching this, look at a guy like LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Anthony Richardson, Tom Brady, for example. Le- listen to them. And I understand they're big-time athletes. Even the role players, fine. They're big-time athletes. Danny Green. Yeah, Danny Green. Seth Curry. I understand he's part of the Curry family, but still. Right? Jared Dudley. You know, or even in hockey, if there's people you want to look at, right? It doesn't have to be Tyler Mott, for example. And, uh, yeah, like that's all i got to say with this. It's It definitely sucks because I'm going to get into the Mel Tucker thing for a second. So while I look into that... Um, share what you have to share as well. It's just like, it's a decision making, right? And then there's certain decisions you make that are just unacceptable, right? No matter what situation you're in, domestic violence is unacceptable, right? No matter how mental health, whatever you're doing on, there's some things that cross the line that definitely crosses the line. And it's it's all about decision making, right? Like, there's like like you said John Moran case as well which is you know not an assault case but like it's a young athlete making a poor decision just ruining what you worked so hard for right and like how you mentioned Kevin Porter Jr. not only is ruining his career but ruined that woman's career because she is a WNBA free agent she's looking for a team right and uh, she's trying to still play the game that she loves so that is like ruining someone else's life because you're not figuring out your own shit is unacceptable. You look at Henry Ruggs, at least that one it, it led to something to jump, even though the justice might not be justified because you did lose a, mo- uh, a father and a mother's daughter, a brother, sister in that situation, right? It's it's crazy, but again, this is all alleged. You know, if, if an update comes where some, but clearly there's evidence, I believe. But if there's anything, we'll come back and apologize to you if, if that's the case. But clearly there is something wrong there. Um, Mel Tucker, uh, Michigan State coach, got suspended on Sunday. And uh, so Michigan State is in shambles right now. I'm trying to find the exact thing. Suspended Michigan head he okay, so he obviously denied claims that he sexually harassed um Brenda Tracy, a sexual assault awareness speaker. So someone who got gang raped, by the way, got assaulted. Who came to your school to give a talk, yeah. got sexually assaulted by a football coach. I believe he's football, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, against the football yeah, coach. Football. 
Um, the article revealed Tucker had been under investigation by the university, a, a fact that athletic director Alan Haller uh, later confirmed by a news conference. Brenda Tracy, a rapist survivor and prominent activist, someone who's actively speaking about this, yeah. accused Tucker of making sexual comments, allegedly, everything, uh, and masturbating while on a phone call with her in April 2022 after the two had developed a professional relationship because of her advocacy work. Um this happened last year, I believe. Uh, yeah, like I said, when I said 50 years old, he's 51 years old. Yeah. And I'm going to lead to the Babcock thing, which is not as to the extreme, thankfully. But yeah, like we're filled with social media now. Like This generation is social media filled. Um, coaches need to know, right? Kyle Beach situation happened in 2010. If that would happen, like Akeem Aliyu situation with the yeah. with that coach who apparently got a job in I think the WHL thing Lethbridge, or whatever. It, uh, sorry, OHL. I'm not too sure, but I don't care where he got a job at. You know, anything that's sorry. I'm not even talking about just domestically stuff, domestic abuse or sexual abuse. I'm talking about racial abuse as well. And uh, yeah, I you know I hope that girl. I uh, forgot her name again. Sorry, I, I don't mean to forget the name. Kaiser, I think I said it was. Yeah, it's Kaiser. Um, yeah, I hope she gets well soon, and hopefully this isn't the end of things. And yeah, uh, at the end of the day, people might come out and say, oh, you're Man United fans, Mason Greenwood, same thing happened. Listen, if Kevin Porter Jr., for whatever reason, is not guilty officially, like fully, we might have to have the same take because it is... At the end of the day, at the law. I'm glad Mason Green was not a Man United. I'll frankly say it. because yeah, Not same. just because of the distraction of the club, but the morals and all that. And yeah, it sucks if he were to like score a goal for Man United this season. If he were still here, we would be cheering for it. And I'm not going to be here being a hypocrite because I'm genuinely admitting to that. Like, But some things are bigger than sports. And we obviously, including myself, have to... Co- see this and hold people accountable in that sense and yeah um yeah let's uh, move on to the mike babcock thing here just get yeah. a last little um last little bit here last little bit this one isn't as like bad as this but mike babcock obviously is now the columbus blues head coach transitioning to the nhl here and uh he was like known for having I don't know what do you remember the Toronto situation with Mitch Marner or something it was just like he was like I think more like it was like harsh behavior type of thing towards his players I think he had it one with a Detroit player as well uh, back in the day so which led to his firing but I'm not fully aware of the situation either so like I'm not gonna say too much about okay, it. Okay, so this situation is weird. So Spit and Chicklin podcast consists of Whitney Ryan Whitney, I believe, uh, Biz Biz Nasty Paul Biz and that. Um, Biz apparently a player had reported uh, texted him saying, "Did you see what Backpack's up to again?" And apparently he took phone a player's phone Boone Jenner in this case, and was saying, "Give me show me your pictures of your phone." And, Air puts it on like air plays it on the TV or whatever. Got blown out of proportion. So again, this one is a little weird. That uh, okay, I'm gonna forget the exact thing, right? Sorry if anything I said is also f- totally false, but I'm genuinely just 
you know, speaking from the heart here about the whole Kevin Porter Jr. situation because you want to see these guys succeed at the end of the day. But when it comes to the yeah, Babcock allegations, sorry, I'm pulling it up right now. So, allegedly has been asking various Blue Jackets to see their phones and then airplaying their photos on his office TV. Bez made it sound like, you know, there's a video, you guys could check it on the Spit and Checklets page, uh, Twitter page, that, um, you know, he calls Boone Jenner the captain of the team, showed pictures, he's just assuming it's just like, you know, sexual pics and their dick pics or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, that's what he said it. Um, but obviously, Babcock then refused it Boone Jenner comes out and says it Boone Jenner said it was he did he asked me about my family and where I'm from my upcoming wedding and hockey related stuff he then asked if I had pictures of my family and I was happy to share it with him so either Biz is lying or this is a PR stunt by the Blue Jackets right this is more on the funny side though um, compared to like obviously we went uh, that, that because it is kind of weird that like a coach like imagine you know you're a coach and I don't know I know I was your coach, but yeah. another like coach, let's just say or my the assistant coach in the U eighteen year, yeah. is like, hey, can I see pictures of your family? Nothing illegal, nothing wrong with that. You're showing kids. As long as it's just weird. Like it's, yeah. that's all. Apparently, that's how he does it. But there's a lot of you know Babcock haters out there. A lot of you know s- scrutiny out there. So either Biz is lying or Babcock has a good PR team around him to get Boone Jenner to say this because Johnny Goudreau has a similar situation at the Players Media Tour in Vegas. Um, yeah, so th- that's that. I know I'm like paraphrasing this. Um, yeah, so that that's what this is. I don't know. We'll see more details because it's, it's a weird yeah, situation. Yeah, it's a weird situation. It just blew up. Yeah. I think everybody's accusing Babcock and all of a sudden this comes out. So there's two sides or three sides to a story. Yeah, there's Your side, three. my side, and the truth. Yeah. And we'll see what the truth is. Yeah, yeah. so that's the Babcock situation. Moving on, we'll probably finish up with a couple Happy NHL notes. Topics. Um, getting a good vibe here. Um, Quinn Hughes is the captain of the Vancouver Canucks 15th captain of Canucks history do you agree with Quinn Hughes yes okay I was gonna say like what about Petey 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 just didn't feel like the vibes of Petey were like he did it like he he's not like vocal he's more like action right he's like he wants a performance to do his talking and not actually talk whereas a captain you kind of need a captain to talk and Hughes has shown more of that and another reason with Petey is contract contract well, okay, so here's the thing, right? If people thought they would have not named a captain this year, maybe talk it and the management staff and the coaching staff are like, you know what? Let's get our leadership group figured out. I want to have a captain and get a voice in right away. Obviously, the other choices were Demko, which I doubt would have happened, and JT Miller. You know, JT Miller has his own flaws in terms of leading, but he's still a good leader, in my opinion. He's, a, he's the rah-rah guy, for sure. Yeah, he is. Um, for me... Uh, yeah, I think he's the right. He was the choice, right choice. I think PD also kind of hinted maybe he doesn't want to be captain. He's known for saying I don't want to create a headline, whereas Hughes has come out and defended Tanner Pearson in public uh, about the medical staff stuff and the pride, all the drama with the Pride Day stuff, right? And uh, yeah, so Gwen Hughes officially he's the youngest captain in the NHL currently. Yeah. Um, and let's see how he does and. Uh, yeah, excited to see Canucks season. Um, never thought I'd say that. <laughs> and uh, moving on, another captain in the Canadian market has been named. This one's more okay. So here's my question to you first: 
Should the best player be named captain? And is Quinn Hughes the best player in the team in your eyes? I mean, he's up there with Petey and Demko. So, yeah, I mean, whoever could lead, could lead, right? I don't think Dustin Brown was the best player on the Kings when they won the cup. The reason why I'm asking is people Dustin think Brown that the best player should be captain. But then, which I'm okay with, like, I get it. I mean, if But it, I don't expect, like, a fourth liner to be captain either. Yeah, I know, but, like, it's just, like, who helps you? Who is the leader, right? Is your best player the leader? But on the, on ice example, yes, but, like, can he... You know, no, because can, the, can the, the counter-argument to that is like, okay, why are you telling me what to do while you're not that good at doing it? So you shouldn't be telling me what to do in that case, right? For example, it's like the slowest guy on the team is saying, you should skate faster. How are you going to lead by example by you being the, one of the slowest guys on the team? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, like, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so like, I guess you, you're saying like not the best player, maybe like the top three player. Like, isn't they have to be in a top group. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be the best player because I do think... I genuinely think it was should have been Hughes, but, you know, Petey is kind of the best player on the Canucks. All right. Who's the best player on the Jets, then? Roddy, though. But it's Adam Lowry as a captain, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's Adam Lowry. <laughs> I'll say that much. <laughs> but, yeah, Adam Lowry, Jets captain. Um, Jets fans, if there are any, let us know what you guys think down below. But, I yeah. Mean, Mark Shifley was stripped. No, Blake Wheeler was stripped. Blake Wheeler's gone. But he was stripped of it. Yeah. Mark Shifley's up there. Um, who might get traded? Who might get traded? Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck. Might get traded. Uh, what's his name? Morsi. Yeah. So, like, I don't think Adam Lowry's their top three players. Yeah. But anyways, okay, so there's that. And uh, last thing, before I'm forgetting anything, my, uh, Thomas Tatar. Is a Colorado Avalanche. Big pickup for them. One year, one million. Yeah, nice potential cheap yep. beast. No Landeskog. But I'm also disappointed in you. What? Your boy signed and he never recognized it. My boy Tyler Mott? Yeah. What did he sign again? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hall of Fame. What? Tyler Mott is only... Should be a Canuck. One year, seven or 800K only, by the way. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Tampa Bay. Yeah, it was Tampa Bay. Hey, he has a chance to win a cup, though. Yeah, that's true. It'll help cement his Hall of Fame career. I was just trying to look at news. I saw something about Ten Hag. Nah, bro. Tyler Mott is absolute goat. You know, my goat, the Canucks goat. We all know that. You know, that was a real downfall. Why the Canucks are shit. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much there. Obviously, had some fun moments, some serious moments. For the serious moments, once again, I just want to clarify. This is just our opinion. Everything's alleged. We don't. We're just sharing what we've been seeing this is not just strictly to Kevin Porter Jr but to the whole situation about young guys in sports needing to have better decision making decision making and role models around them for sure yeah um yeah uh but other than that I hope we would like to hear you guys feedback comments comment down your below who your favorite NFL player is and um yeah uh fun podcast make sure you guys we know we're challenging you guys get us to 200 subscribers by the, by end, the end of this month, month. yeah and uh, other than that We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.